Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Father Tom Burke of the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh, and welcome to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. This show spotlights the important work of Catholic education in our Catholic schools and parish faith formation programs. Catholic Education Plus is brought to you by the generous supporters of Catholic Education, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh in southwestern Pennsylvania. This morning we're visiting Bishop Canavan High School in Pittsburgh's Oakwood neighborhood near Greentree. Bishop Canavan is celebrating its founding 60 years ago as Chartiers Valley Catholic High School. It was known for many years as Canavan Catholic, run by the conventional Franciscan priest. Bishop Canavan is now a Jesuit-inspired high school, developing future leaders based on the ideals of honor, integrity, responsibility, and respect. A diverse student body focuses on service to others, and the benefits include challenging academic programs and an upgraded campus facility. My guest this morning is Susan Rakowski. She wears many hats at Bishop Canavan, including serving as the librarian. Susan, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you very much. And uh, when we were walking into the studios here this morning at KDKA, uh, you're from my home parish, Holy Apostles Parish, and you live in my old neck of the woods, Carrick, uh, neighborhood yes. section of the city. So we have that great uh, Carrick connection. So well, that's great. <laughs> but we're here to talk about uh, Bishop Canavan. And uh, and Susan, you're investing in some significant upgrades uh, to your campus under the leadership of um, the principal, Mike Joyce. Can you tell our listeners this morning about some of the improvements that are happening at Bishop Canavan? Well, we have had workers at our school for over a year now. Wow. So many different uh, things are being upgraded. We just opened the Nick Sinagra Innovations mm. Lab, named after one of our first teachers that sort of pushed us higher to a higher level with our technology. Uh, that has that innovation lab has 3D printers, a laser cutter, all the hardware and software that you need to support our robotics and engineering curriculum. So that's Fantastic. been a great grand opening that wow. uh, we've been very glad to see happen. Uh, also, we've got a new model classroom. It's been recarpeted, all new modular furniture put in it. There's a new Aquas board that, I guess, technology-wise replaces the smart board that we had there before. Lots of room for visual presentations. So that's been a big benefit to that lucky teacher mm -hmm. who got to have that model classroom. We also have two more model classrooms being funded, uh, waiting in the wings to start those. And we're expecting to open a physical fitness facility mm. uh, at the start of next school year, the Michael Maloney Fitness Center. Uh, beginning construction has gone on. There's still a little bit more fundraising that we would like mm -hmm. to do to make it a top-of-the-line facility, but that is in the works, too. Also, uh, existing area that we had in the school, the broadcast studio, 
is being renovated to be used again for students to do broadcasts of morning announcements and news during the day. Oh, it could be a future uh, replacement of mine on, on Catholic <laughs> Education Plus. I love that. <laughs> we have students who are uh, just great. raring to go on that. Can't wait to be behind a camera or in front of a microphone. Uh-huh. Now, uh, for a building that's uh, 60 years old, uh, and but it's new now and yes. fantastic. And what a beautiful campus uh, uh, right next door to the uh, St. Paul Seminary campus mm-hmm. where I went to school and um, the uh, um, St. John Vianney uh, Priest's Retirement Home is right next door. So it's a beautiful, uh, a lot of walking distance, very green. Even though you're in the city, it's it's like you're out in the woods, too. That's exactly yeah. right. There have been a lot of upgrades to the landscaping. Beautiful, beautiful trees planted, a beautiful mm-hmm. oval garden in the front of the school. Uh, there are a lot of... Uh, Green spaces around it, for sure. A lot of deer and ducks uh, around the, <laughs> a lot the, of geese. the campus. Yes. A lot of geese going around, too. <laughs> right. Now, you have a long history at Bishop Canavan. Uh, five children have graduated. Uh, and one of your former, um, one of I, sh- I should say, your one of your sons was mm-hmm. on our show last year, yes. Chucky. He's mm-hmm. now a sophomore at uh, Case Western, right? Right. That's right. fantastic. He's a computer I Chucky, science major. Computer there, science. Yeah. That, so uh, Bishop Canavan taught him good. Yes. <laughs> and this is your 12th year as the librarian. What attracted you to the school to begin with and what's, what's kept you there so long? That's fantastic. Uh, when we first started to look for high schools for my oldest daughter, uh, we visited Bishop Canavan. It was in December. And we walked through those front doors and there was the biggest advent wreath I had ever seen. And that just spoke volumes to me about what was important in the school. She had gone to Catholic grade school, and I thought, now this is just going to be what I hope for, a continuation of that Catholic education. It made such a big impression on me. And then to hear about all the academic departments, they had everything so clearly laid out to explain the courses that they had. Mm -hmm. And she was a very good student, so I felt like this would be a place where she could achieve academically. And the whole vibe of the school gave me just what I wanted, a well-rounded high school experience. I wanted her to have those strong academics, but a chance to explore other interests such as art and sports like volleyball. I just wanted her to come out as a very well-rounded, educated young woman, and I just really felt that the school would kinda, provide when that. When you walked in, it was like home. This is it. it you, know? uh, you had just, that feeling. You it, know? It, I felt that they made such a good impression. The, mm-hmm. We're working so hard to make a good impression and put their best foot forward, and it, it worked for our family. So we your daughter impressed. started, and then the rest of your children yes. followed her. Yes. And then how did you uh, start? working there as the library. Yes, I wasn't there uh, when oh. they started. Uh-huh. Uh, that was a good while ago uh, in 1994 when my uh-huh. oldest daughter began. I had uh, been at home with my youngest child and had, just before he was born, got my master's degree in library and information science. Fantastic. And right at that time, when he was in second grade uh, in school, I was trying to see, I had done a lot of substitute teaching in mm-hmm. our local Catholic grade schools, just looking around to see my there be another type of part-time position that I might have or full-time. And right at that time is when Bishop Canavan renovated their library, and they were looking for somebody nice. uh, to be the librarian. Mm-hmm. And some former teaching colleagues from Bishop Leonard worked there and told me, uh, would you be interested in this? We know you have this new library degree, and you're ready uh, to start working somewhere. So the timing just couldn't have been more perfect. Uh, it was still close to where my son went to grade school, mm-hmm. so everything about it worked out and well for me. And your kids already been through yes. there, you kind of knew the lay of the land, so to speak. So exactly. it was like, this, this is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Now, service is a big part of the learning experience at Bishop Kinnaman High School. What kinds of service projects are the students involved in, and, and how do they like them? Now, our students are required to do 25 hours uh, of required service every 25? year. Wow, that's and cool. 10 of those hours are sort of distinctive. They have to be service toward disadvantaged people, people who can't do for themselves. So we have our students volunteer in their parishes. Many students volunteer at fish fries or bingos Mm -hmm. in their home parishes, but also uh, in the Jubilee Soup Kitchen. Uh, Global Links is an organization uh, close by here that sorts uh, unused medical supplies to Mm. be sent to underdeveloped countries. Lots of our kids have worked there. Students work at Marion Manor, all kind of uh, service organizations that are in our area. Uh, Our biggest service project, though, is our annual mission trip that we do. We go to Washington, Pennsylvania. Hmm. We have done it for five years now. And when we're in Washington, we work with Habitat for Humanity, the city mission, the food bank there, the community garden, Immaculate Conception Parish, JFK, uh, grade school, grade school. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing everything from painting to stripping out old wallpaper, uh, stacking things, sorting donations. That's fantastic. Uh, wow. We have almost a quarter of the school uh, wow. goes on that mission trip in the summer. Uh, in the evening, there's spiritual development and uh, fellowship kind of games and fun activities mm-hmm. that uh, everyone participates in. It's a really strong bonding experience and for And this students. takes them out of the classroom, because this is over the summer, of course, right. but they're learning. And you oh. can't learn those service projects in a textbook. You have to get your hands dirty, so to speak, with the Habitat for Humanity. Yes. Social interactor mm-hmm. uh, skills with the mm-hmm. um, young people, elderly people, a very diverse population. So I right. think that's a fantastic thing. And they're learning, that's and they're growing, too. In uh, so many ways. Wow. And we're so lucky to have the parent volunteers that we the have. Parents help out, too. Who yeah. come, uh, faculty volunteers, parent volunteers, mm-hmm. our chaplain, Father Brian Noel. Mm-hmm. He comes and uh, participates in the too. mission trip, yes. So we have a good group of people adults and it's students. It's fun. They're learning, but they're also growing too. That's you know, the beautiful combination. Just, yeah. It's not like, oh, I have to do this just to get a couple service hours and check it off the box. It's, there's a meaningful, you get a whole community out, outline of that. Now, in my opening statement, I said that Bishop Cannon was founded by the uh, Franciscan priest, but back in 2012, uh, Bishop Cannon adopted a new mission statement and approach in becoming a Jesuit-inspired high school. What is the reason behind that? And let's talk about the benefits of, of having the Jesuit-inspired high school part, part of it. Of it. Uh, our tradition, tradition was Franciscan, mm-hmm. uh, but that order of Franciscans at a certain point in time, had to shift their focus, use their manpower where they felt they could make the most difference. As many of the religious communities have done in in the years past. Exactly. And education wasn't any longer one of their focuses. Mm -hmm. So for a while there, we sort of floundered Mm -hmm. without any really distinctive spiritual identity. Uh, So our principal at that time, Mr. Ken Sinagra, Mm -hmm. he felt that we should look into uh, a Jesuit-inspired education into the Ignatian spirituality uh, practices that follow that uh, from St. Ignatius of Loyola, feeling that it would be a kind of foundation that would serve students well in the modern world. Some of the hallmarks of that uh, spirituality include uh, finding God in all things, 
doing all things for the greater glory of God and being men and women in service to others. So that seemed to be some th- mm. goals that were really worthwhile for high mm. school students to achieve. So that's the reasons why we did it. The benefits, I think, have just been wonderful as our whole faculty, the whole school community, every year gets deeper and deeper into that Ignatian philosophy. Uh, one of the hallmarks of it is cura personalis, mm. the care of the whole person. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's one of the guiding features of that Jesuit education. You're caring more about just what a student does in the classroom, but everything about their emotional, social, spiritual well-being, which is... Uh, it's get, it gets them a whole uh, well-rounded uh, individual, holistic right. approach. That's right. fantastic. Yes. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, the administrator of the Catholic Community of the East End of Pittsburgh, which is the parishes of St. Bede in Point Breeze, St. Charles Luanga in the East End, and St. James in Wilkinsburg. And this morning we are featuring Bishop Canavan High School, located in the Oakwood uh, neighborhood near Green Tree, uh, the section of the city of Pittsburgh. And my guest this morning is Susan Rakowski. She is the librarian, and also all five of her uh, children have gone through uh, Bishop Canavan. And Susan, as we are talking, uh, right before the break, uh, about the Jesuit-inspired uh, program, uh, the sophomore conver- conversation is part of the Ignatian spirituality and scholarship of the Jesuits. What's that? It. What, what does that mean? The sophomore conversation. Well, this is a tradition in Jesuit schools. It's a review of a student's first two years of high school. Hmm. The format that we use is to have students and parents each fill out a questionnaire with the same questions on it about the student's first two years of high school and how they perceive it has gone. Then we bring the student and the parent together with a faculty member or an Mm -hmm. administrator, and that faculty member serves as a facilitator to begin a discussion between the parent and the student about their responses to that questionnaire. It is very powerful to see sometimes these students and parents talk about things they don't usually talk about on a daily basis. One of the biggest surprising things, I think, to students is how much their parents think of them, how much they respect them, how what a good job parents think their students are doing, and kids don't always realize that. And it is very heartwarming to be part of that conversation to see that. Often the the answers are similar between parents and students, but sometimes they're very different. Different. The the child might not be really thinking what the parents are thinking. And, hey, the parents, that's a great learning experience. Mm -hmm. Now, you take a lot of pride in Bishop Kinnaman's diverse student population and recently won an award for diversity. What ways are your students diverse and unique? I think that's incredible. Well, we come from 18 different Catholic grade schools, a very wide area, Mm -hmm. seven public school districts, 10 charter schools, And in addition, we have students from foreign countries as well. So we have students from urban environments, suburban environments, rural environments, uh, all very different ways of having grown up. Mm -hmm. Last year, we had students from Brazil, Argentina, China, and Ukraine. It was an especially diverse wow, it's like year the last United year. Nations, yeah. It was nice it variety. It's yeah. such a broadening yeah. experience sure. to hear about the perspectives of other students Cultures. their own age and just how different it's been where they came from, where they grew up. 
in the location, I mean, you're right off the, the Parkway West, uh, right near the airport, you're right, not too far from the South Hills, uh, uh, Crafton, Ingram area. You're kind of like right. right in the middle. And right. it could be anywhere within. So I could see why there's so many different schools and school districts right. and, and charter schools. Now, a rigorous program of studies is offered at Bishop Canavan. Um, how are the students challenged academically? Well, Anyone who knows anything about Jesuit education knows that that's what it's famous for. They're, being they're tough very, on education, very, absolutely. Uh, rigorous yeah. academics. Mm-hmm. A school of our size, though, has the benefit of really individualizing our classes. So for all of our math, our, our English, our social studies, there are multiple levels of class that you can take. There's an honors level, but there's also a level for people who aren't ready for honors. Mm. In addition, there's AP levels of them. So we can really make sure that every student who comes to our school is getting an education on the level that they will understand best. We have a good student-teacher ratio, 16 to 1. That's good. Uh, we, offer, we do offer a lot of advanced classes, 16 AP classes, some college and high school classes. Uh, we also have the wonderful benefit of the online Jesuit Virtual Learning Academy, where students can take some really unusual classes like Mm. Chinese or astronomy or AP computer science, take them online and get credit for them, sometimes college credit for an AP class. Uh, It's very good practice, I think, too, for the student headed for college because nowadays many of the classes that students will take in undergraduate and graduate school are online classes. So you're preparing for college. It's excellent Mm -hmm. preparation Mm -hmm. for that. They're, uh, They're a little tricky to do, but it's good practice. Now, Bishop Canavan students, they participate in 30 clubs and activities, uh, including the Future Business Leaders of America, uh, where they were the state champs. And what are some other extracurricular activities available and uh, your top athletic achievements, too, at Bishop Canavan? We have so many things for students to be involved in. Uh, Student government is one of them. They just put on a fabulous fall festival for our school a couple weeks ago, Speech and Debate is another organization that always has state and national qualifiers. Crusaders for Justice is a group, I think, distinctive to our school. They're always working uh, to help students understand social justice issues. They're planning their annual dance-a-thon. The International Club does an international fair every year. Junior Achievement has student volunteers from our school go to grade schools to teach uh, classes on economics. That's extremely popular. Everyone likes to go back to their grade school Mm -hmm. to teach. We have the school's literary magazine, The Oracle, has uh, writing, poetry, and also photography. And the school musical is a very, very popular extracurricular activity. Everyone's just waiting to see what the musical will be this year. Yeah. It'll be announced soon. And when I was a seminarian, uh, we would go over uh, to watch, I think I watched Oklahoma one year. <laughs> a fantastic production. They're uh, wonderful. And, Absolutely. And when I was in high school, I was in South Pacific, uh, Hello Dolly, and um, Sound of Music. So that brought it back my high school years, too. And the kids just, I mean, it's a lot of work, but they have a lot of fun, too. It's a great experience. Now, besides being the librarian, you're also the moderator for the school book club. Uh, What's that book club called, and and what are some of the the fun things the students are doing this year? We have, I think, such a cool and distinctive name. It's BC Squared because of the double BC, Bishop Cannon Book Club. A student came up with that, not me. Very clever. Pretty, Uh, pretty 
eventful. Yes. We have 18 students this year, and we meet twice a month. And instead of all reading the same book, we pick a genre or a theme and all read a book in that genre. For instance, maybe we might pick mysteries. Everyone reads a different mystery, so you get to hear about a lot of different books. We try to do uh, some literary activities. If there's an author in town, go hear that person speak, go to plays and movies that are based on books. And we also send teams of students to the annual English Festival at Duquesne University. And in the spring, we sponsor a spirit night and book fair that benefits the library. So there's a nice little variety for them to do that, too. Yes. And uh, Shakespeare, they learn stuff, right. too. And you're the moderator for that. Now, you were talking about when you were first shopping, so to speak, uh, for your daughter to, mm-hmm. to go to high school and you walked into Bishop Canavan. Uh, for students and families considering Bishop Canavan High School, what can they expect during a visit? Now, it, again, is very individualized. You can arrange to have a tour of the building, have the opportunity to meet students, maybe involved in the kind of activities your child is interested in, have a chance to talk to faculty members if your student has a certain academic interest. Uh, if you want to talk about a sport, you can talk to our athletic director who can give you information about what your student might have as a schedule for practice or games. Uh, an especially good way for a student to find out about the school is to schedule a shadow day. Yeah. It's when they come and spend the whole day at school. They'll be paired with a current Bishop Canavan student, and we'll follow that student's schedule and they try to pair them with someone who has similar interests, whether it would be sports or academics, robotics, engineering, uh, whatever that might be. So the student really gets the feel of the school, what it's like during a regular school day, walking the halls with all the rest Almost of like the students. It's like a test drive when you're exactly. uh, purchasing a car or vehicle. You really, you're there during the day. And you right. follow the kids and, hey, this could be me. Right. And I think that's fantastic. There's no no hiding what the school's really no. like when you go through What the, you see is what you get. And I think that's our best advertisement is if you come to our school on a regular school day. And how can we uh, get a hold of you? Uh, what are some – the phone number and the website? Well, the website is www.bishopcanavan.org. We have a great website with a lot of information on it. And we have an admissions director, a brand new, just a wonderful addition to our school, yeah. Madeline Doyle. And her phone number is 412-922-7400, extension 220. She'd be thrilled to talk Give with anybody. And she'll schedule a tour for them. Yes. Come in. Susan Rakowski, thank you for being with us this morning. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thanks so much for having we me. We learned a lot. We'll be back in a moment on KDK Radio. This week in our Plus segment, we're featuring the Amen to Action, the third annual Feed Your Soul uh, Day. This is down at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center on Friday, November the 29th. That's just in a couple weeks, 9 a.m. until 1230. Join us as we come together for the third year to worship, and we pack one million meals. I fill up uh, these meal boxes for the needy in our local area. It's on Friday, the right day, right after Thanksgiving, November the 29th, 9 to 1230, right downtown at the convention center. And amen to action. It's a really great uh, way to help the needy in our area. Fun time, all different ages. Uh, people come in and you, you line up and you help uh, fill up these meals, these package of meals uh, for the needy in our area right after uh, Thanksgiving. So it's the day after Friday, November the 29th, 9 to 1230, the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. You can register at amen to action.org, amen to action.org, Friday. November 29th, 9 to 1230, downtown at the convention center. We'll see you there. 
Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus, and thanks again to our supporters, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. I'm Father Tom Burke. Join us again in two weeks at 6.30 right here on KDK Radio. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.